0: Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Treasure hunt. I'm feeling the need to go hunting for something that is needed, something by way of assurance, something that will renew hope and confidence. I'm inviting you to join me in this treasure hunt. You need it. I need it. Your brother at church needs it. And yes, your sister needs it too. A treasure hunt presents us with the opportunity to find something valuable, something that makes a great difference in our present situation. So here we go. I wish to start from an unusual place. Who are you? I'm a child of God, his prized possession. Listen to this passage. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my commandment, then out of all nations, you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. Exodus 19 verses 4 to 6. This was an exact message God gave Moses to give to the Israelites a couple of days after they left Egypt, after they were redeemed from slavery. They were going to a place that God had promised to their patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Notwithstanding, those men were dead a long time ago. But here, on this day, God sent them this powerful message. God is saying to them, as he's saying to us now, I want you to know that you are not a casual acquaintance. Listen to this. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. First Peter 2 verses 9 and 10. If you are a child of God, if you have the witness of the Holy Spirit inside of you, then know that you are important. You are so important that God has promised he will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you even know what that means? We're talking about 24-7 round-the-clock, all-year-long presence of God with you. Let that sink into your consciousness because sometimes our circumstances cause us to forget who we are and who is with us. I heard a story recently of a woman who lost her husband and not long after she lost her job. Her life was reduced to practically nothing, a life of pain and loss. God, what are you doing to me? She asked. How am I going to make it without my husband and without a job? This makes no sense and I'm a child of God. Then something happened and things changed dramatically. God opened the door for her to earn more than she was making before. God restored her joy and her peace, and she is able to move ahead. Who is this God I'm talking about? Ask David who brags about him. The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want. This very God who told the Israelites that they are his prized possessions, this very God who has redeemed you is the God who David calls a shepherd, the provider, the protector, the gracious one. I lack nothing, David says. Oh, you don't understand what? he just said. So listen to the rest of his testimony. David tells a story of two highs and low. A story that you and I can relate to. The highs are when things are going well. Green pastures, still waters, refreshment for my soul, paths of righteousness. What a wonderful life being a child of God. I have a God who takes excellent care of me. I am so happy with my life with God. That is one high. Have you noticed something lately? You are in a valley. What does that mean? The paths of righteousness speak of you being on the right road and Jesus is with you all the way. But suddenly things become dark and the road beneath your feet becomes rough and treacherous and you hear sounds of Danger around you. This could not be the right path. This is certainly not the path of righteousness. Things are not going the way I am used to with the Lord, who is my shepherd. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Death in my family. Cost of living is astronomical. Somebody betrayed me and caused untold hardship in my life. You are in the valley of the shadow of death, a place where death is promised a place where there seems to be no way out but hold on David says even though I walk through and through means that there is an entrance and certainly there is an exit sometimes when I'm in the mall I walk through one store in order to get to another store I don't stop in the store that I'm walking through To go through means that there is a beginning and an end. And so I'm walking through this valley of disappointments and pain and hurt and loneliness. But as the darkness intensifies, my friend, I remember the first line of the testimony of my brother David. The Lord is my shepherd, he says, I shall not want. So I stop and it dawns on me, the Lord who is my shepherd has always had a rod and a staff. And I've often wondered the purpose while we were going through the, the, the green pastures and by the still waters. Now I know, now that I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I can feel the rod and I can touch the staff and I am comforted. I have hope that this too shall pass. I'm assured that the Lord, who is my shepherd, has not abandoned me. The sounds around might suggest that he has, but I know that the good shepherd is with me. So don't feel sorry for me because you see me going through a rough patch because I am going through. Up ahead, I can see the sunshine. Up ahead, I know that my weeping time will soon end. The other high point is the rest of the psalm. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There was no table in the valley. There was no green pastures in the valley. There were no still waters in the valley, but I survived the valley and here before me is a table of provision, the ab- Abundant life, the blessings of God, and you will never understand how it is amazing. As my friend, my enemies watch in wonder and distress and envy. They don't have who I have, the shepherd. They thought all was lost when I entered into the valley of the shadow of death, but they did not see the table ahead. They did not see the exit from out of the valley. They did not see the times when my head would be anointed with oil and my cup would run over. They did not see goodness and his mercy are, that they are with me. They don't know the God I serve, that he is the good shepherd, that with him I lack nothing. Have you found the treasure, my friend? This treasure is knowing the God who is never, who will never leave you. The God who is your savior, the God who is a shepherd in good times and certainly in bad times. Tough times will come, my friend, but I have the blessed assurance that Jesus is mine and it is well with my soul. I've got the greatest treasure. I've got Jesus. I've got Jesus. And that's enough. Oh, Lord, that's enough.